Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi. Hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Woo. We've been dishing out all sorts of relationship advice today. We, <clears throat> we feel proud of ourselves. We sure do, Steve. <sighs> I'm nibbling on a little beef jerky right. <clears throat> Sorry, got a little <laughs> shred well. cut in my jugular as we spoke. Okay. But there was a beef jerky outlet in Breckenridge. I don't know if you guys know. I ski now, and so I go to Breck all the time. Mm, and uh, when I was in downtown Breck, brah, there's a beef jerky outlet, and they give you samples, Donna, of, boy, they must have had 30 different flavors. Sure. It was fantastic. Great. Donna! What? No, try it again. That's try to be cool. engaged in That's a different really way. That's really cool. Oh, I've been to uh, a similar place, I think, in South Dakota. Oh, really? Tell yes. me more. See oh how my I gosh, did that? There's different seasonings. Some are maybe a little more um, barbecue-y. Some are a little more gamey. Yes. Some have like an Asian flair. Yeah, it's cool. It's like going to a candy store, except it's beef jerky. Now, you could have done this the first time around without me essentially verbally begging you. The first time I went to a beef jerky store, they had all these different flavors. Great. Well, yesterday you act like you'd never been in a t-shirt shop before. i never been to. That's why I acted that way, because I've never been to a t-shirt store where they sell you custom t-shirts. And they have all these different prints on the wall. And they're like, we'll put that on a t-shirt in 10 seconds. Never seen that. And anytime I've never seen it, there's someone else who hasn't seen it. Donna, not all of us are as well-traveled as you. (laughs) I just leave the house sometimes. I'm sorry. I've never been to a beef jerky outlet before. Okay, guys, sue me, and I'm excited about it. That's really fun. (sighs) What? I didn't think I was going to want to go. Scooty said, you want to go across the street to the beef jerky store? I was like, no, I'm cool. Lou's still shopping. I'll hang here. And then everybody went over to the beef jerky store, and we were all sampling things like a big dog. And so Lou and I got three different flavors that are a little three for $33. And I just remembered, oh, I've got that flavored beef jerky, including honey jalapeno. <laughs> ah, from Nicaragua. <laughs> Piroga. Kevin Costner. You're so cute. He got a golden globe. You're just like, like a newborn baby. And you're more like a rusty weather vane that's seen it all. And so you don't find any enjoyment in me experiencing things for the first time. All right. I'll try to I'll try to think of it as like you're a little boy and you're like 
You've never been to whatever, a candy store, a fun shop, a saltwater (laughs) taffy place. This is his first time in a fudge shop. Just let him have this. You know, when I was hired at Reels, thank you for asking. You're welcome. Just wait till you guys hear this Kevin Costner audio I've teased for 30 minutes. It's definitely going to live up. When I got hired at Reels, uh-huh. and they're, they're a part of Hubbard Broadcasting. I've worked for Hubbard Broadcasting for, uh, this is going into my 14th year. 14 wow. years coming up this September. Amazing. Um. He credited my, and tell me if this does not describe me based on what you just said, my wide-eyed enthusiasm. Yeah, you've got like a boyishness to you, a childlike trait. You have childlike whimsy about you. Like Michael Jackson did. I hope not like that. (laughs) Not like that! Okay. Which is really irritating to people who like... Bathe in sarcasm. That yes, like I said, rusty weather vane. You know, you've seen this weather pattern before, where I'm like, I think it's gonna rain, and you're spinning around on top of the barn, creaking. Uh huh. <laughs> it's gonna rain again. I'm more Christopher Robin. You're more Eeyore. Okay, that's fine. Mike, have you been to a beef jerky outlet before, where you get to uh, sample a bunch of different ones? I have been. Yes. Aren't they you, fun? Yeah, you would love uh, downtown Wisconsin Dells because they've got T-shirt shops on one side, like seven of them, For and real? then they've got a beef jerky and a root beer Hall of Fame and lots of great spots on the other side. Yeah, there's so, also, by the way, if you go to Duluth, there's a place where you can make your own soda pop. Yeah. Now, this is fun. I'm actually planning a trip to the Dells. Okay, yeah. And last time I went there, much of the downtown was sort of closed up there wasn't as much open because it was kind of during a during a colder month Mm -hmm. and my plan is to go like in early march and so i feel like some of the stuff might be a little bit closed down too but there's a pancake place in wisconsin dells Mm -hmm. and we were got all excited and said we're going to go there and then it was closed yeah it was closed for the next couple days it's only open a few days a week yep that's going to probably still be closed at that time oh that's a bummer sorry Steve. definitely a summer hangout spot yeah things start but i I want to beat the crowd yeah yeah Kevin Costner won a Golden Globe that was out on on January 10th, 34 days ago, if you're keeping track at home. He won. He got his Golden Globe delivered yesterday. Excuse me. Uh, We'll go to the question in the back of the room. Donna. Um, Hi. uh, First time, long time. Thank you. Did he win for Yellowstone? Thank you. No, Field of Dreams. It was was belated. (laughs) Donna. (laughs) I just... Why are you trying to slow the story down? I don't know. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Best actor in a drama series. Yes. Okay. He won a Golden Globe. (laughs) Yes, for Yellowstone. Okay. Anyway, he got it. It arrived in the mail, and he did an acceptance speech right there from his bedroom. Take a listen. Okay. Okay. We'll try to take a listen. Now it's going to open up a completely different page. Here we go. You know, um... Chris and I, we weren't able to uh, make it to the Golden Globes and um, because of the, the flooding, we got cut off in Ventura and up here in Montecito and we felt so horrible about that and there was just nothing we could do. And we watched the time like a sand in a bottle go out as our chances dimmed of getting there. And, um, and so we, we, watched, we watched from home and... and um, and uh, 
Hmm. It wasn't the same. Chris had a dress. I had a tuxedo. It was in another hotel down in L.A. And uh, Donna, you're nodding off. You know, I never liked to be too cool for school. I wanted to be there. Okay. And um, and Chris realized that cool. my heart was a little bit low. No, wait. And, uh, His heart was low. My wife, with 30 bucks, went down to the store. Oh, feel bad I'll never for forget you. this. And she bought about 30 balloons. Because it was just going to be us and our family in the den watching, mm, uh, watching the Golden Globes. Something that we imagined ourselves being there. Something I dreamed about to be nominated as an actor was really important to me. And um, and we couldn't be there. But my wife found a way to take something really simple. And my children so 11, 11, make a wish. I wish and this speech would end. Okay. <laughs> and um, my kids heard our name be called. And we weren't at one of the greatest parties in the world. We wanted to be, but uh, we found ourselves together as a family. And um, Now he goes on, as you can tell, to talk about what it meant to him, and he's so glad that he found the movies because it's allowed so many things to happen in his life. But I, what I thought was interesting about that was you hear Kevin Costner realizing that there were circumstances beyond his control that suddenly took him from we're going to go to the Golden Globes tonight to we're not going to go. I got a tux that's waiting for me in the hotel down in L.A. We're not, we can't go. We like just cannot get out. And so it was supposed to be a really exciting, fun, big party hobnobbing with the goober smoochers. And instead, he's there watching it at home. But then his wife going out, getting some balloons. They're probably still up because those balloons last forever when you get them from the grocery store. And then his kids standing up and cheering for him. I thought it was sweet. Donna, your thoughts? Not too bad the balloons all said, like, Lordy, Lordy, look who's 40. (laughs) 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 They were running out. Um, No, very sweet. uh, Very long-winded. As an actor, we need to learn. Stick to the script. No, but he's doing a video there. He's doing a video. People are watching it when they're on the crapper, Donna. Okay? So, whatever. That was nice. That was very nice. Albeit a little long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we heard him talking for... He probably talked for 90 seconds there. Donna, I mean, cannot be bothered with anything that is not just rapid speech. She's like, It doesn't have to be fast, fast, but he is meandering. Somebody... No, but this happens with you and me. In the room, not even as a bit. We are exactly like we are on the radio, off the radio, where I will say, oh, guess what happened to me yesterday? And I cannot be more than 15 seconds in, and Donna rolls her eyes like, okay, all right, get to it. I have a car that's outside. I have to get home at some point. I feel such pressure telling her stories. Sorry. I mean, I I really appreciate when someone gives the headline, I won the lottery. Okay, now I'm listening. Say more. If I don't know where the story's going, it's really hard to keep my attention. So take note, all of you non-Powerball winners, you're going to have <laughs> a hard time cracking Donna. We're going to take a break. Here's when we come back, we'll do a study. Right. Here's a question that Donna poses for the group. Do you think it's acceptable for singers to lip sync during live performances? That sort of spilling out, I think, after the halftime show. Yep. We'll get into that. When we return, you're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk. We're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Me, Ma, and Pappy. 12 to 3. Nope. Mm. We're on from 9 to noon. 
But you know what? Twelve to three in Sun Time Zone, right? Yes. By an hour into the Pacific. Absolutely. What study? Studies have shown that studies med- have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hmm. Do you care if somebody is lip-syncing? I think I do. You do. I think I do. I think I do too. It, it, depending on the circumstances. Do you know what I mean? I don't mind a backing track. Okay. But I want you to be singing. I just want you to be singing. You know what got me thinking or maybe feeling a particular way about this is years ago watching American Idol and these kids generally, they have to sing live and prove themselves live every week. Sure. And then I think... Shouldn't everybody be singing live if you're a professional singer? I do think there are circumstances in which it may be difficult, i.e. the Super Bowl. There's a lot of like slapback. You know, if you've got your ear monitors in and you're singing and the absorption of sound is not happening the way you want it to, and it echoes back, and then you don't know. It just really can throw you off, I think. While I don't necessarily disagree with that, what about every other concert that people do in stadiums? How is a halftime performance at the Super Bowl different than somebody performing at U.S. Bank on a Saturday in July? The acoustics are the same in these big stadiums, so the slapback that you're talking about is the same. I think the pressure is different because there are 116 million people who are watching. I wonder if it makes a difference because you're on most a mostly empty field and then all the people. Whereas in concert, it's just a sea of people. I'm making things up. Okay. Because I'm, I do wonder if there is, you know an audio engineer out there or somebody who understands this better. Well, I think here's one thing that is largely universal. Whether or not you would end up defending the performer if found to be lip-syncing, when you realize definitively that someone is kind of lip-syncing or the track is dominant to the level that their mic is turned up, when you see them turn away but you still hear their voice, that is universally, immediately disappointing. Yes. I agree. But I get it. Choreography is tough, and now you're, like, breathing heavy through all the stuff that you're trying to sing. But it just it feels better if you're trying to do it live because you're a professional. Okay. And, you know very well paid to do the thing that you do very well. I'm with you. I have no idea where my study went. I love it. I did my best to engage and fill time, but still here we are left in a pit of emptiness. (laughs) This is why I print stuff. 
<laughs> you print stuff, and I'm like, no, when you print stuff, that's how you lose it so easily. No, but if you just have the link there, you'll never lose it. Yeah, okay, so here's here it is. All right. Um, 56% of people think lip syncing during a live performance is unacceptable. That's, a, that's, that's definitive, because the next closest there is 25% of people say it's somewhat unacceptable. But that means in some way, shape, or form, what do we have? 81% of people that say it's unacceptable? Yeah. You had the study the whole time, huh? And you just couldn't throw me a a life raft. No, that's not true. What I was doing was waiting. And then when you said, I can't find the study, I went to our shared document and I clicked on the link. And the first thing that popped up in front of my face was a chart. That showed, do you think it's acceptable or unacceptable? It was right there. How could you have lost that? I don't know. Let's go to the phone. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey. Here we go. Guten Tag. We're taking your call cold. If you just heard, you're on the air. Say your name. Guten Tag. How are we doing today? Oh, Stillwater Steve. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Um, any Valentine's plans? Uh, no, not really. Uh, say, uh, let's let's talk a little lip lip syncing here yeah. in the Super Bowl, okay? Yeah, okay. All right, Whitney Houston, Super Bowl twenty five, national anthem, revered as one of the best national anthems ever. Maybe the best, yeah. Lip synced, one hundred percent. Really, With all the credit. It was pre recorded. Why do you feel like you know today, that? Steve, and, why do you feel like and, you know that? And, What's your and, source? Hold on, hold on. And thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everybody. Okay, bye. Yeah, okay, uh, bye. So everybody. So what the, the the word on the street is? There is no way to rehearse the sound of the crowd coming at you. Um. So they all pre-record, and then they probably. My guess is sing with their mic off right so they sing along so it looks like they're singing right the the song live but i believe that's very common like like, think about rihanna's um sound when she first started singing i was like "Uh oh this is a problem it it just wasn't loud it wasn't coming in (sighs) does he think chris stapleton Lip synced. Great question. I wonder. Let's find out. <laughs> I, I I bet he did pre-record. This is disheartening. I know. I don't think he pre-recorded. He seems like an old, come on, Tennessee whiskey kind of guy. Give me a shot and an amp. He like plugged into just a little amp that was in front of him. I'm choosing to believe. I will have an answer for you when we come back. All right, that's when we return. It's Don and Steve on my time. Hello, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, it's not uh, the, my favorite topic to talk about cremation and uh, the end of life every day, but you know what? It is a conversation that I am glad uh, that my mom had with my sister and me, and she said, you know what? When it's my time, I would like to have a simple cremation. And hey, Rocco, I heard you make a radio ad for Crescent Tide where you say uh, it, they just keep it simple, transparent, and affordable. 
Uh, they don't try to trick you into anything. If you want to make little upgrades, um, perhaps uh, have a visitation, perhaps have a fancy urn, you can do that. But they're not going to try to trick you. They're going to keep it simple, transparent, affordable. They used to be in the full service funeral business and they thought, you know what? I think uh, most people these days just want a simple cremation. It's not just the prepaying and pre-planning like my mom did. If you look at their Google reviews, you'll see they come through for people in that that time. Uh, check them out today. Look at those Google reviews. Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Final stretch. I can't believe it. This show is flying by today. Yes, that's the best Woo. when that happens. Wow. Even yesterday flew by once we got on the um, DeLorean Julia train. Yeah, we only had to do an hour there. That was fun. Yeah. We did hour four to five. Best Bradley ratings they've ever had. Did three to four. Jason and Alexis did five to six. That was all because Lori and Julia won our My Talk Awards a couple of weeks ago. And uh, so as a gift, a prize, they got the day off, and we all had to fill in for them. It was great. I walked over to Twin Cities Live and saw um, Elizabeth and Ben Lieber, her co-host. So I got to shoot the breeze. Ben gave me a pair of my old shoes back from the dressing room. So that was cool. I ended up getting shoes yesterday. Oh, crap. I left them. Oh, I really appreciate it, huh? Oh, man. wonder where I left them. I think I left them in the makeup room. Oh, oh Donna, no. this is interesting radio. <laughs> How is it different from any other hour? You know, we're just having a good time here. That's what we're doing. That's what so we're if, doing. If you're a new listener from Lori and Julia, hey, man, welcome. Probably a whole lot less dirty than you were expecting, huh? You hear the promos on their shows? Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, anytime they just let it all I'm hang like, out, huh? did I say something that was inappropriate? Should I tell the boss? And then I listen to their promos, and I'm like, okay. That is a filth festival. <laughs> Respectfully. Right. Melton. Oh, no. <laughs> so Steve earlier was all proud of himself that he recognizes our listeners' voices. And can identify them by name. Uh-oh, did I get somebody wrong? Yesterday, <laughs> I think you had, or today it was Alan. Alan. Yeah. And then then you had Stillwater Steve. So I thought. Stillwater Steve sends us an email. I, a.k.a. Stillwater Steve, have not called in today. I'm listening like always, but those imposters are not me. <laughs> uh, and then he goes on about... His high school team. Anyway. Who do we think it was? Just some guy who was letting you call him that. Oh. <laughs> so some pushover called yes. it. Yes. I think it was well, that some was guy fun. named Phil. Was that Phil? Yeah. I oh, think so. that was oh. Phil. I'm pretty sure that was Phil. Unpaid He even gave the little the angst at the end. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And then I was like, hold on. Is, is everyone doing that now? Wow. What a journey. You're like my best friend. Can you do us a favor when Phil calls in, Mike? Yep. Can you just reroute him to the Jason and Alexis show? We did take that one live, so I didn't have any control. Yeah. I think that's where he gets his bread buttered anyway, right? That's where he rose to national fame. Absolutely. Uh, You have some useful information. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody. 
Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. If you've gotten on a plane and thought, what if this sucker goes down? There are a few things that you could do to increase your chances of survival. One that I read this morning, which told you the safest seat to sit in, and it is the worst seat on the plane. Is it the last seat? And the middle seat. Rear, middle. Oh. Rear, middle. And rear, middle was even better than rear aisle. Presumably because those people would act as some sort of a human shield against some of the shrapnel and stuff like that. But rear, middle, best way to survive a plane crash. It is not good news for first class. And that, as you know, Donna, impacts me directly. Okay. Every time that I fly first class, I am putting my life at risk. Go ahead. My question was, if you are sitting in the rear middle seat and there's Mm -hmm. nobody on either side of you, does this still apply? Thank you. I'll hang up and listen. I do not know, but I will now tell you other helpful things to offset my lack of help there. There was a time that I suddenly got afraid of flying and I looked up plane crashes and how do you calm your nerves on planes, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. One of the things that they said was that the majority of people die from smoke inhalation, not impact. So to increase your chances of surviving, you should travel with, in your bag, an extra shirt, mm-hmm. T-shirt, and a bottle of water that is only in the event of an emergency. Drink it when you get off the plane as a reward. If they said... Mayday, mayday, this plane is going down, brace for impact. What you do is you get the T-shirt out of your bag and you douse it with water. Okay. And then you wrap it around your nose and your mouth. Okay. And that water and the shirt, that wet shirt, acts as an effective barrier against smoke and will increase your chances of staying alert and, frankly, awake and not unconscious due to smoke inhalation so that you can get out of the plane. And the other thing that comes with that is look around when you're sitting down and count the rows to the nearest exit. So it could be mm. the exit row behind you, or Excellent. maybe it's the front of the plane. It's likely going to be too smoky to see, but you can feel Touch your way through yep. the plane. Okay, uh, this is probably helpful in a in a house fire. It certainly is, Donna. Or a car fire. Just see, keep an it, extra T-shirt and a bottle of water. Yeah. You're so smart. It's almost like I'm a, I am the grandson of a volunteer fire member. What do you guys want from oh, me? Oh, which interestingly came up as like happiest job career, you know, as far as careers go. Wow. There was a study this morning and firefighter came up as like the one with the most job satisfaction. Wow. That's awesome. Well, God bless our firefighters, Absolutely. men and women out there who our run into danger. Uh, Amazing. Thank you. Come down for moose soup after. Make some like pasta visual. I don't know. Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. Oh my! Please God. leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. I feel hey. like we're being ghosted. 
Is that what's happened? Because we this happened yesterday. And then we go down to the cafeteria, and he's standing around in a freaking ghost town. Right. <laughs> Looked like they were doing some sort of post-apocalyptic shot. I mean, no one was there, yet he was too busy to get on our phone. And now we wonder this morning if the rumors are true and if he is anti-Italian in some way due to the lack of pasta fajou. Mm, pasta what visual. That's what I'm saying. Pasta Donna, visual. don't you feel like you're not visual? seen? I do. I do. Can we get on this? Yeah. Um, oh, that'd hey. be, oh, my God. If you told me you had that today, I'd be down there and I'd get triples. What a liar. Triple servings. Oh, I would take some home and freeze it. You don't know me. <laughs> anyway. All right, Goomba. Talk to you later. Donna. Thanks for nothing. What? What's Goomba mean? It means, you know, like, buddy. All right. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, during this final minute and 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, we're getting a we call back. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh in-house? Oh, yes, in-house call. Okay, let's take <gasps> the it live. The call is coming from inside the house. Um, hi there. Uh, you're on the Don and Steve Experience. Who's calling? This is Brian from the cafeteria. Brian, we immediately would like you to just blind erase the message that we just left. Got um, it. That was our fault, and sorry for implying that you don't like Italian people. There's what? context that's important. Doesn't matter. What is the soup today? I got a loaded potato with bacon. Donna you want wants me to delete know- the other four messages that are on my machine, too? <laughs> that might be in yours and our best interest. Oh, Donna yeah. wants to know why you won't make pasta fajoule. Uh, maybe. It's just beans and pasta. It's just weird to me. So. Fine. Wow. I was right. Anyway, well, yeah, I would erase those other four messages. Yeah. Steve was really drunk. <laughs> right. Drunk dialing okay. again, Brian. All right, Bye. we love you. Bye. Bye. That All was right. dramatic. That was. All right, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn coming in next. Bye. Bye.